Welcome to the Rule of Man Holiday Edition. My name is Len, aka the Bat Tribble. He, him pronouns, and I am here with my partner. How you doing, everybody? This is Calvin, aka Bear. He, him are my pronouns. How y'all doing? And I'm an Aries. And I'm a Gemini. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I, you like? I don't know how how steeped are you in like astrological stuff? Not really. Okay, it's not really. Because you know how they always talk about. You know, certain signs go together as far as like couples and stuff like right. that. I wonder, like, are certain signs drawn to each other as friends? I've never researched it. I okay. me neither. Someone do the research. Yeah. <laughs> Why to see whether or not we should be friends or not? <laughs> yeah, have we been wasting our time for the last thirty years? Well, my sister's an Aries. Well, I do have Aries friends. But I'm saying as far none as, of them are your sister. Well, no, but, but I'm, saying, I'm saying as far as our compatibility, my sister and I, my sister's an Aries. Okay, and okay. we get along quite well. So. Yeah, but there's a genetic there's, component okay, granted, as well. Granted, you know, there's, there's, yeah, but I, I don't know, and I've never put a whole lot of uh, stock into compatibility where signs are concerned. Me neither, and I, I, I don't. And you know, it's like you know, you like what you like. Yeah, you know, I think I've dated up and down the astrological. Yeah, I, you know, I, I spectrum. That's not generally a question that I ask. Um, you know, I may find yeah. out when your birthday is. But yeah. I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever go as far as saying, mm, "What sign is that?" I don't, Me neither. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm curious, and I, I I don't even know why this question just came up to my mind. And this is a holiday edition, ladies and gentlemen. So it is just me and Calvin today, um, as we, um read and share some of the feedback that we've gotten to the rule of man podcast so far and also go through a couple of leftover questions from november um before we let you go off into your holiday celebration and we bring you new shows with a new cast in december um but just talking about the astrology and all that type of stuff um and you mentioned like you know you may ask a someone's birthday right right now you you are married. Yes. So your wife aside. Yes. How many of your exes do you remember their birthdays? Probably the only other only ex whose birthday I remember is Mona, my son's mother. Right. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah you, there's got to yeah, be at least correct. one. <laughs> that, I think that's, that's probably the only one that I actually remember. Yeah, that's interesting. Like I was thinking about this. And I actually was thinking about this because my, I guess she wasn't like my first, my very, 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 very first girlfriend, but my real, my real first, my real first girlfriend, I was mm. in high school. Her birthday was just the other day. Okay. Um. So I always remember her birthday. Did November. you call her on her birthday? I don't call her. Okay. Um. You know, I hit her up on, you know, Facebook. Right. You know, happy birthday. Um. Uh, her birthday was just the other day. So I remember her birthday, um, and there's about maybe about a good two or three others that I remember. Now, are you intentional about remembering them, or does it just has it just stuck with you? Well, one, <laughs> one I remember because I I made her birthday um, one of my codes, so. <laughs> So 
I remember it because it's one you of gotta my. Gotta remember it. I gotta remember okay. it. You know. Um, but the the others the others that I remember is because I'm kind of like still friends with. Them. Okay. So that's rare. You know, that's why. You know, and I'll hit them up. You know, happy happy birthday, right. stuff like that. So anyway, so we're here to share the the feedback that we've gotten to the Rule of Man podcast so far, and we've gotten actually. A little bit of response, you know, people seem to be enjoying the show Mm -hmm. so far. This is a comment that we got on Instagram from Alexa Gold, who says, I listened to the first episode. It was so, so good. She gave us two so's. Cool. Um, Loved hearing the different perspective of each panelist in regards to how they define masculinity and how they think it will be expressed in the future. Can't wait for the next episode. And Joshua was hilarious. Joshua seems to be getting a lot of play. (laughs) Right. Because now you came in and you actually shared some feedback that you, interesting feedback that you got from your wife. I, I believe, right? Well, hers was about something else. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Else. It was from a friend of yours. Yes, it was from yes. a friend of yours. What? And what did they say? Well, she actually one. One, she had a comment about um our toilet seat conversation, which I get we'll get we'll get to later. Right. But she made a point to tell me mm-hmm. that Josh was her favorite. Joshua was her favorite. Joshua was her favorite. Joshua was her favorite. So much so that you know people follow me on social media because this will go up on Monday. Right. So, and we're recording this on the sun Sunday before we're. Right. we're it goes up and people following me on social media know that I'm doing like a friend's giving yes. for this holiday. Yes. I extended her the invitation and her first question was, is Josh going to be there? Right. <laughs> right. I'm was, like, never mind. Never mind. Is Len going to be <laughs> right. there? Cause this is a friend I've not met. Right. It is your house. It is my well, house. I guess she assumed you're going to be there cause it's your house. But, mm, mm. But, <laughs> yes. Mm. Her first question was, is Josh, as soon as I said it, is Josh going to be there? Cause Josh is my favorite. So, <laughs> so Josh, if you're listening, you apparently have a fan club. You've got a fan club, Joshua. <laughs> and apparently, Joshua has to come to my friend's giving. Apparently, yeah. I mean, Joshua's a friend. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't mind Joshua being yes, at my jo- friend's giving. Josh seems to be very popular. Josh is very pop, And that's interesting because, well, I know that Joshua, look, he's insane. He's an insane <laughs> man. Like, and when you meet him, he's a very insane man. So I knew he would pop, but I honestly thought that the person that people would gravitate the most to Hakeem was going to be Hakeem. Yeah. Those that could hear him because he's a very low, he's a low talker, but I thought people were going to gravitate to Hakeem, but they gravitate to Joshua and that's fine. Yes. And and that's fine. And, and Joshua is gold. Um, He is not going to be on the show in December, but we're going to see about getting him back in January. Apparently, we have no choice. Yes. Um, (laughs) We may have to set up a Joshua seat. Yeah, Joshua seat. (laughs) We also heard from N. Stephen Harris, famed comic book artist. Oh, nice. Who said, bro, I listened and enjoyed it thoroughly. Great show, and I look forward to more. Well, thank you very much, uh, Steve. I really appreciate that, dog. We also heard from May Mayori Holmes, who is the uh, executive director of the Black Star Film Festival here in Philadelphia. Oh, right. And she responded in particular to 
<laughs> are posting about wedding rings. Ah. Now, if you follow us on social media at The Rule of Man on Instagram and Twitter, we put up like a little like video promo where Emac yes. Eric yes. was rather vociferous <laughs> in his um his opinion about wearing wedding rings and that it being a man-made custom that only dated back about 70 years and yes. he doesn't wear a ring um he doesn't really wear jewelry and it, like he's like he's like fuck a ring <laughs> more or less is what he said or fuck a ring but Mayori responded that's half true it's just diamond engagement rings that are 70 years old wedding rings um and other markings are ancient and show up in most cultures even the modern ring tradition dates back to pre-christian egypt um uh, people used to give engagement rings of any stone if at all so maori just dropping a little bit of hmm. knowledge on us in regards to the wedding rings which... hashtag she said what she said emac yeah right <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly um so uh that was a response that we got from maori and 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 i pretty much uh, all the other responses were everybody just caping up for joshua everybody freaking loves joshua yes. um but you said that your friend had a response to our conversation from the last episode yes about the toilet seats about so this toilet is, seats this is a response from our friend pam um in her her response to our conversation about the toilet seats. Mm -hmm. um, she said to me that um, this would, that our conversation was a reason why we need to have a woman on the show <laughs> because we flat out, she, according to her, we flat out did not understand the topic. So what she said to me was, she said from birth, women are conditioned to pee with the toilet seat down. It is not something we think about. It is something we look for. It is something we look for. It is not something we look for. We go in and we sit down. For us, that is a normal position of the seat. Conversely, men are conditioned. I lost my spot. I'm sorry. Men are conditioned to lift the seat to pee. So for both of us, it is a normal and routine procedure. If I had to equate it to something, it would be breathing. You don't think about breathing. You just take air in and out. I live alone, so I never expect the toilet seat to be up. When I have male company over and they leave the toilet seat up, and I walk into the bathroom, it doesn't even register until my ass is in the water. What she didn't add to what she texted me, what, um, she, what she said to me was, she also added that um, she used the analogy of, let's say, in your normal path of walking through your house. If I were to leave something there, leave something in your normal path um, that, would not, that you wouldn't expect to be there, you'd fall over it and then be like, what the hell? Because you're not used to it being there. So that was her comment about that. But I can tell... By your visage that you have a response to her comment. First of all, from birth, we are conditioned that when we have to go to the bathroom, we go to the bathroom. Thus, <laughs> which is why we wear diapers. <laughs> we are then trained. Trained, not conditioned. We are trained to go to the bathroom and to set up the toilet in whatever means we need to so that we can then relieve ourselves. 
So this whole conditioning, <laughs> this whole conditioning that she's talking about that call, women have gone under. You calling wait a minute on the conditioning? Yes, I'm calling. I'm calling. <laughs> fuck a wait a minute. I'm calling bullshit on the conditioning. There's no conditioning that women have gonna. What's that show on Hulu about all the the chicks? The, um, the hand, the Handmaiden's Tale. Right. It, 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 no, this is not the Handmaiden's <laughs> Tale. And as far as you putting something in the middle of my way, and I didn't see it. Look, it used to be a TV show, one of the best TV shows of all time. Called the Dick Van Dyke Show. Yes, he did fall over the chair every time. <laughs> and at the beginning of the show, he would come in and he would trip over the ottoman <laughs> that obviously was not in a place where he would, you know, it, it he's used to it being. And he would fall over the ottoman in the beginning of the show. And that's the the intro that they filmed for the show for one season. The following season, they filmed the intro. And Dick Van Dyke enters the door and gracefully skips past the Ottoman because what? He has learned <laughs> that the Ottoman is there. So you say you, only, you should only get wet once. Exactly. <laughs> it should only take one time to deprogram yourself <laughs> that you might need to look. To adjust your conditioning <laughs> and tilt your head down before you sit your ass down. <laughs> Thus, you won't have a wet bottom. I don't want to hear about this conditioning. That is bullshit. That is straight bullshit, Pam. And when you, if you come here... <laughs> On Friendsgiving, you want to tell it to her face. I, I will tell you to your face that that is bullshit. And you know what? Joshua will tell it to your face as well. He will laugh at you as he does it because he's funny. But he was because that's that's bullshit. That is bull. And I know that's your friend, so you 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 don't want to clap back on your friend like that. But allow me to clap back on your friend like that for you. Well, that's I disagreed with her when she get when she told me, but. Not not as vociferously as you are right now. Because to Hakeem's point, if we are, if men are conditioned that the toilet seat will be up, then we should be able to go in there and just at least one time just pee willy nilly because we think the toilet seat is up. Oh my goodness, as the pee just runs all over the toilet, it is down, and now I can't stop the stream. I can't stop the stream. I'm peeing. Get the hell out of here. Get the, the come on, come on, Pam. Just stop it. Stop it. Stop it, Pam. Stop it. Stop it. And at me at the rule of man. <laughs> Email me the rule of man at gmail.com if Len has the wrong perspective on this. I don't have the wrong perspective on this. Don't get me wrong. I don't have any problem with a guy if, you know, if it does, a woman wants to bring it up and, you know, he does trying to keep the, the toilet seat, you know, lifted up for her. What I have a problem with is that. If the toilet seat is down, 
it shouldn't be that big of an issue. You just lifted the hell up. It's not like he left, like, like he said, like Eric said, it's not like he left a bomb toilet. If you leave a <laughs> bomb toilet, then that's one thing. The toilet, you just lift it up. And half the time the people are bitching about this. It's not in the middle of the night. It's usually during the day. It's, it's just, four o'clock in the afternoon. Right. The when, sun is shining. When you, when you can clearly see what's going on. You can clearly see. There's no lights on in the in the bathroom because it's all lit up by the sun. The sun is telling you that the toilet is down. Well, I think the issue is that it, for it being up and not down. No, the sun is telling you that it's down, so lift it up. Well, no, I think for them it's that we leave it up and not down. Whatever. But I, I get what you mean. Whatever the hell. Yeah. No. <laughs> condition. I don't believe she came in here with some condition. Get the fuck out Pam, of here. Pam, I think Leonard disagrees. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Do we have any more comments? Uh, other, it, than, other than we love Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after a while, it gets like, because like nobody is mentioning me or you, the host of the show. We need to change the name of the show, The Rule of Josh. The, <laughs> the start, World According to Josh. Don't start that. <laughs> don't start that because I will hear from Joshua. I will hear from Josh. So, Len, I hear you need me on the show. <laughs> I hear we're changing the name of the show, The World of Josh. <laughs> Well, that's fine with me. You know, as a token white man, you know, it's my privilege to have to shut my name on the shop. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. No. So, no, we don't have any other comments. But we do have some leftover questions, yes. from what I understand, that we didn't, from November. Um, So, because the show, we've already recorded our first two shows for December. It's a generational show where Calvin and I have sat down with um, young uh I just forgot what what they're called. Millennials. Millennials. <laughs> oh boy. No, I'm not a millennial. <laughs> I'm creeping into sen- senility. I can't even say the word. <laughs> uh Calvin and I sit down with um Mike and Isaiah, two millennials, um, one black, one white. Uh, and to actually have a an interesting conversation, a very interesting conversation, uh, looking at a couple of topics that were sent in by our listeners. And it's interesting to see the, the differing points of view mm-hmm. on some of them. But we got some leftover questions from um, November. I'm going to run through a couple of them right now for you. All right. So the first one was from Jen. Okay, um, Jen. Hey, how are you doing? It's a multi, multi, multi-part question. Ooh, okay. I like so this. it is how important, well, are gender norms important in your relationship? Why or why not? Mm-hmm. And do you believe that those gender norms should be passed on to your children, particularly your daughters? Hmm. So are gender norms, and, and for people that don't know, uh, gender norms is defined as social principles that govern the behaviors of girls, boys, women, and men in society and restrict their gender identity into what is considered to be appropriate. Gender norms are neither static nor universal and change over time. Um, so I guess, in, in, I guess with respect to the definition, I guess she's talking about the quote-unquote traditional gender norms. I don't know. What are the quote-unquote... Gen- I guess the whole idea of how traditionally um 
men slash boys are supposed to do this, girls slash boys are supposed to do that. Okay, okay. Um, and I'm just reading here, and I'm reading from SaveTheChildren.org. It's saying that household chores, for example, mm-hmm. are much more likely to be performed by girls than boys. Girls account for two-thirds of all children who perform household chores for at least 21 hours per week, which is the amount of times that can negatively impact a child's schooling. Similarly, women spend two to ten times more time on unpaid caregiving and domestic work than men. By contrast, men and boys are more often targeted for active combat roles by armed groups because of the association of masculinity with defending homes and communities. So the question is how important are gender norms? Um... I don't know. That's a, that's a tricky question. Uh, I I want to say that they're not super important to me because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Because my daughter, my because my child is 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 been out of the the house for like almost ten years, right? Um, but uh, over ten years actually. Uh, but um, I mean, like Olivia and Olivia did. She had chores. I mean, like I'm just taking the chores thing mm-hmm. for example. She had chores, um, and I guess they were typical, typically, quote unquote, women chores because I'm outside of cleaning her room. Mm-hmm. She um cleaned the kitchen. And, uh, but, and I guess in that regard, is that what, and I get where the question comes from, but when we start talking, when we start, when we talk about chores, is it more so they are, there are only certain, I guess, quote unquote, chores around the house that you do, right? Well, yeah, but and I mean, and most of the time they involve cleaning. True. But like taking out the trash is typically like the guy, right? But I, mowing the lawn is the guy. Right. Okay. Raking the leaves, the you know the outside shit, right. shoveling the snow, you know right. the guy, you know usually usually a woman is shoveling the snow because there's no guy right. in the house. True, you know, um, so uh, so that's interesting because you know, and and I'm not sure exactly where you're going with it, but the whole idea of are there some things that because a lot a lot of times when this topic comes up, mm-hmm. it is generally related to whether or not we should be pigeonholing the girls. Mm -hmm. But you never hear an issue of, no one ever ever takes issue with the fact that the boys are expected to take the trash out or they're expected to do the yard work, lawn work, or shoveling of the snow. Well, see now where gender norms come in with guys is is never about the chores. Where gender norms come in with the guys, for me, is and this is a stick this is a little bit of sticky subject with my with my family because mm-hmm. my family because while my daughter is has left the uh, has left the the roost um my nephews all have younger children now and my and my mm-hmm. my, my 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 sister has a younger child right most of the younger ch- young children in my in my family are women the okay. girls but my one my one nephew, because I have two, who has like one, two, three, four girls. Mm. Well, 
three and a half because he's got one that basically just lives with him all the time. So you might as well consider mm-hmm. her, her like a daughter. Um, and but his brother has two sons, okay. and the two sons are the youngest, right? And because they're the youngest, they follow after their older cousins mm-hmm. who are all girls. So while they do kind of like roughhouse with them because you know girl they they roughhouse a little bit for the most part as the girls have gotten older they're more they kind of settle down on the roughhousing mm-hmm. right but a couple of them still do play with like dolls and stuff and like my nephew had a problem that with his son following the girls because he would sometimes want to play with the dolls. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, you don't play with dolls because you, cause you're a boy. And I was like, if that's what he wants to play with, let him play. He's playing. Right. You know, he's playing. This, right. you know, like, don't, don't do that to him. Let him, he, in his mind, he's just playing with his cousins. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, I don't think he's setting anything in his head. You're setting it for him. Right. You know what I mean? And, and that kind of like, we definitely bumped up against that. Like, that's where, you know, his idea of gender norms was right. getting in the way of his son, him allowing his son to just right. be, you know? Right. Um, yeah, this kind of brushes up, this kind of brushes up against the conversation we had. Um, can't remember what the exact question was. We were talking about, we talked about some of this stuff a little bit in one of our earlier episodes mm-hmm. about the whole idea of um, assigning, assigning gender specific activities or whatever to children. Mm-hmm. And I think as far as the gender norms go, I guess as far as whether or not they're important, I don't think, and like I said, we talked about, we touched on this a little bit, but I'm thinking about Caden right now. Um, and I talked- Caden, your daughter. Right. And I, I remember when we, were, when we were talking about talking about this a similar topic, I talked about how I try to just expose her to everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And so as not to kind of, so it, not even so much of- Picking a line, but kind of erasing the lines all together and letting exactly. her draw and letting her draw her own. Exactly. So exactly. as so as as a matter of, it's not necessarily important for you to assign this to males and this to females, but assigning whatever is whatever it is for you, mm-hmm. kind of thing, whatever it is, however it is you're going to define yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, with the chores thing, I guess. Um, and I, like I guess it gets kind of that's kind of a gray area because because it's some things, and I guess again, it kind of plays into those things that we're kind of conditioned. Here's that word again. That's I think that's our word for the night. <laughs> conditioned. <laughs> kind of like, you know, like, like, for instance, like the whole taking out the trash thing. Right. Like, you know, it's one of those things that like, you don't even, most times you don't even consider having the girl, having your girls take the trash out. No. You know, you, in your case, I'm sure rather than asking Olivia to take the trash out, you just took it out yourself. Yes. Not even thinking, maybe I need to make her to ask her to take the trash out. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think in that regard, and I guess that could be considered a quote unquote gender norm, Mm -hmm. but I guess it's that gray area. Yeah, I guess it is. I, I, it's, I, um, see the, the word I'm bumping up uh, is important. Important. Right. Okay. Because I think, I think depending on who you are, you're going to, you're going to put different levels of importance on, on things. It, right. You know? Um, and I don't know whether or not I can really answer the question so much be- 
because you don't have a kid in the house anymore. I don't have a kid in right. the house. Because like I said, again, thinking about kids, like for instance, when I'm putting the trash out, so Kaden is the type of kid that always wants to help you do stuff. Right. So if I'm putting the trash out, she always wants to help me put the trash out. Right. If I'm outside doing something, she always mm-hmm. wants to help. Mm-hmm. And I don't tell her no. No. So I guess I guess in that regard, I guess it's the, the whole unquote, quote unquote, assigning the norms and passing them on to her isn't important to me. Mm-hmm. I guess it's more a matter of, yeah, it's got to get done. Somebody's got to do it type thing. Yeah. So like I, said, I don't ever tell her, no, you can't help me because she loves to help. And right. I guess it's more of a, and for me, it's more of a matter of avoiding quashing that in her. That's really than, what it is. Than yeah. worrying about whether or not she, this she, is going to be what this means for them. Right. As a man or, or a woman. woman, right? You know, you'll you'll decide, find that find for, out yourself. for yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah, that's so. Ultimately, I don't land on it being super important, right? You know, it's just about raising your kids or being important to pass on to. Yeah, and like I said, and I like and I and I and I understand like the vein in which the question is being asked as far as because I think I guess then when you start thinking about I guess and looking at the broader sense of when you start thinking about um, careers and that type of thing, mm-hmm. when we start getting into that realm. Then no, I don't. I don't feel as though one that I would want to pass along the idea of that men only do this and women only do that type of thing. Because again, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that I, I want to make sure that she sees the world as an opportunity and not just a part of it as an opportunity. Gotcha. You. you know, so if you want to, if you want to go into construction, hey, do your thing. They yeah. make good, they make good money. <laughs> so exactly. So like I said, I want to make sure she sees the world as an opportunity rather than just particular parts of it. There so. you go. All right. So hopefully we answered that question. Yes. Um, I, I the long way around it, but we got there. We got there, <laughs> and that's what counts. Yes. All right. What's next? Uh, the next one was oh, uh, I guess it may be a little bit similar. It says what responsibility should or should shouldn't a man take on with a child? When blending a family. So, okay. So when blending the family, that sounds like when you're marrying into a family with someone that has a child. Right. Marrying into, or I guess, I guess maybe even dating someone that has a child. I guess you could. Okay. Because people, people use that term broadly. Mm-hmm. People use the blended family term, even when people aren't married, like when they're dating too. So I guess they do. But when you're dating and I don't care what level of dating. I'm well. I I shouldn't say that. I mean, I guess if you if you're dating a person long enough that you've like common law rules are coming into effect, right. then okay, yeah, the family's kind of blended. Mm. But other than that, when you are dating someone, I don't think there's necessarily a responsibility right. that a man should even feel obligated to take on mm. in regards to. Um, the other person's child or vice versa. Right. The woman with the, if he has a child. Mm. Um, But if you're marrying into one, then I think the responsibility that you owe is to be as much of a quote unquote um, role model Mm. for that child as you can be right as to what level of parenting you'll be called upon to do with that child that's a different story because that's based on you know your relationship with you know either the the woman or vice versa with Mm -hmm. with the man 
And it's also uh, dependent on the relationship of the other parent. Right. You know, but if you enter into that situation and you are just trying to be at least a good role model mm-hmm. um, and a uh, potential sounding board for that parent, mm-hmm. the parent that you are with, that you are you are marrying, married to, um, I think that ultimately is your responsibility. Okay. That's that's my answer. I think about when um, when my wife and I first started dating and we eventually got married. Um, my son was still living with us. So, and I think in the beginning, and I, and I think, and this is how, I guess I kind of how I see it in general, is that you kind of have to take, as the person that does not have the child in a relationship, I guess you kind of have to take the lead of the person whose child it is. That's true. And far as how, how quote unquote, involved in the parenting they want you to be. Mm-hmm. Because you can't, because you can't just be out here just doing your own thing. Because one, you want to make sure that you're. I think it. I think your primary responsibility is to support whatever it is that they're doing as the parent. Right. You want to make sure that you're present. You're presenting that united front. One. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, and again, especially when you start talking about the fact that now we're we're married and we have this child because we we're kind of we, this is our house. This is our kid type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And I think again. You, you have to have the conversation of how far, how 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 far, or how, and how not far you want them to go as far as parenting. But I would think that you would want to be on the same page at least with each other of what parenting is, whatever whatever you all decided what parenting is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. You need to be on the same page. Um, I guess it does get tricky when you have another parent involved mm-hmm. because, and again, it requires conversation. Yep. Um, to make sure that everybody's on the same page. Yep. I was I was fortunate in the fact that um, my wife and my son's mother um, had had and and still have a very good relationship. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to deal with any of that drama that some other people do because it can get messy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't have to deal with that drama because we wound up being on all this. In the beginning, they the two of them had a better relationship than she and I did. So <laughs> then you and your, your, right. your son's mother. right, which also helped which, which it's funny because on um, the relationship that they had wound up helping us repair ours. Mm-hmm. So again, it's, it's a matter of everybody being on the same page, everybody having open communication about, you know, and everybody understanding their role, their boundaries. How now, how old was your son? Uh, let me see. Calvin was, what's that? That was. He was a teenager. Like he was in like what like fifth, sixth grade around that time, sixth, seventh grade, something like that. Yeah. See now and, and while that's not old, that does make a difference. Right. Because it's kind of established. Some some of things yeah. a lot of things have been established at that point. Right. True. It's it's it is it, admittedly a totally different subject if it's like a young child right. or or you know, a baby. Right. Because then you're almost because when it's a baby. You do kind of like, yeah, and you kind of do take on like that parenting type of situation because like when I was, um, you know, uh, dating and it wasn't, it wasn't a, uh, um, you know, my girlfriend didn't have a child, but her daughter had a child. Okay. So I became like the third grandfather for, for him. And, um, while I didn't, and, and I was very pointedly like, 
you ain't calling me grand nothing <laughs> or nothing like that because he had he had two grand like legit pop pops and all right. that like no that's not me you right. know what I mean um, you were Uncle Leonard no I was I, I wasn't I was I was, I was, I was, I, I was Papa Cruz Papa Cruz I was okay. Papa Cruz um, and um, and 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 I, but I made sure like you know I would always like if I if they left him with me, then yeah, I might, you know, have to discipline him a little bit. But mm. for the most part, I, I didn't because for, for the most part, he was a very good kid. Right. Um, but anytime that I had anything like, uh, to say about him, mm-hmm. I went either went to his mom or I went to his grandmother, you know, I said, like, yo, I just noticed this. You may want to, you know, talk to the little man about this, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, uh, and unless there were then times, you know, as he got older, I'd talk to him a little bit, but you know, that is a totally different situation. Now, what I will say though, um, and this comes because that was not a marriage situation, even though it was a long time situation, it was mm-hmm. about six years. And because of how long it was, and it was his formative times, um, there is when that relationship does end mm-hmm. it's it's rough right because you know because you've developed that attachment i developed the attachment right. and and i honestly like I, lo- I love the little boy right you know what i mean and i still do but you know for whatever reason mm-hmm. you know i for whatever reason there the disconnect was, you know, the cord was totally severed. Right. And there's no relationship there right now. Um and uh I'm I'm you know, I'm resolved to that. I'm fine. Like I said, he's got other two other right grandkids or stuff like you know, grandparents. The the time where that bothered me was when I was dating this um woman when Olivia was about, I guess about nine or 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And I dated her till Olivia was about 13, 14. Uh, so she kind of imprinted on her a bit. She imp- Not only did she imprint on her, but she had a daughter who was a year older than uh, Olivia. So she also had like that, so that, that sister thing too. That sister thing. Right. And when we broke up, I had made mention that, you know, hey, you know, for whatever reason, this didn't work out. You know, I'm open to if you're open to mm-hmm. at least trying to find some way that those the two of them can stay in contact with one another. And mm-hmm. she she wasn't with that. Um and I really kind of like I was bummed by that. Mm-hmm. I was bummed by that one because I did established a relationship mm-hmm. with with her daughter as well. But I was more so bummed by it because I knew that in my family dynamic at mm-hmm. that time, not only was Olivia the only girl, mm-hmm. um, but she was pretty much the only little kid. Oh, okay. So she didn't have other little kids there. Right. And on her mother's side, she had some kids, but that situation wasn't, mm. it wasn't the most best opportunity right. for her. So I like that she still, if nothing else, she always had this this girl who, who was there for her. They were cool. They, they right. dressed alike. They bugged out. 
And I was really bummed about that. I was bummed about that. Um, and that, you know, that, that, that actually, I mean, you know, you get over it. Mm-hmm. And, and I, apparently both have gotten over it. They're both, you know, grown women doing very well. But it, right. that was a bummer part. Okay. It's, it's messed up. <sighs> got a little personal there. <laughs> Hope y'all don't mind. Then I got a little personal. But I did. Do we have other questions? Yes, we do. Oh, good. I've got one more. Oh, good. Because I got one text to me, which will be a goodie. Okay. All right. So, or do you want to do mine first? Or do you want no, to do we're going to do this one last. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, this one. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, how important is it for your significant others, parents, slash family members to like you? This one, that one's from t- Tiffany. Is that from Tiffany? But so the, these last, the, 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 the one before and this one were, were both from Tiffany. That's interesting. Now, this is the Tiffany that you know. Yes. I got a text from a totally different Tiffany. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Tiffany's on the rise today. Tiffany. Looks like, there you go. Tiffany and what's our word? Conditioning. Conditioning. Yes. We're conditioned for Tiffany's. <laughs> um, how important is it that the significant others, parents slash family like you? Honestly, it's not important for me. Okay. I don't, I really don't care. Um, I mean, ideally, I want them to to like me, appreciate me. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm not going to go out of my way to be like, hey, ma, how the hell are you? You know, <laughs> I ain't kissing no ass or nothing like that. I'm going right. in. I'm going to be me. You're either going to like me or you're not. Right. Because um, at the end of the day, all I care about is whether or not your daughter likes me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it but so it's not important to me mm-hmm. and i can't say that it's ever been at least stressed to me that it's been important to the women i've been with okay um but on a whole unless they were lying <laughs> which they could have been i can't think of any parent that that didn't that seemed to dislike me okay like the only actually the only parent that dislikes me is your mom and she's got good reason but we won't go into that we're not going that. <laughs> that's another show <laughs> <laughs> um i guess an answer to in, answer the question i guess for me i can't feel the same way as you do um you want it i want i would like them to mm-hmm. but um it's not a make or break for me right uh, it's funny because uh, in the beginning, when my when my wife and I first started dating, her mother didn't like me at all. Her mother didn't like her, me. And it was more an issue for her than it was for me. Because my thing, I kept saying to her, I said, well, she'll come around eventually. Mm-hmm. Eventually, she'll realize I'm not going anywhere. It is what it is. She'll come around eventually. Right. Because um, like I said, for me, and I think the importance for me comes in whether or not it becomes an issue for the other person. Right, exactly. But now it becomes an issue for them. But I think as long as the respect is there. Yeah. Because I, I, I look at it as anything else. You're not, you're not going to like everybody. Mm-hmm. Some folk, as my mother will say, some folks spirit does not bear witness with each, with others. You know? <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But, you know, as long as the respect is there. Yeah. It's fine. And like I said, I guess that when it becomes important is, if it becomes an issue for the person that you're involved with, mm. like if the fact that they don't like you becomes an issue for them. Yeah. Right. Now, 
What I will say I don't think there's been a woman, you know, my mother passed away, God bless her, so 2018. <laughs> so through 2018, I don't think there's a woman I dated who thinks my mother liked them. Mm-hmm. Um, and she didn't like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. I ain't on front. Um, but famously... There was this one one time, I've told you this story, and I'll share it here on The Rule of Man. When I went to my mom's house, and I think she was having something at the house, right? And I came in with a girl I was dating um, who had met my, my parents before. Mm. So we walked in, and when we walked into the house, my mom and dad were sitting in chairs watching the TV, So we were, and we were coming in the back door. So mm. we were coming in behind them. And uh, I said, hey, mom, hey, dad. And we went our way through there to the kitchen. Mm. And girlfriend was like, hey, Miss Webb. Hi, Mr. Webb. And as she walked by Mr. my dad, she rubbed him on his head. Oh. And said, hey, Mr. Webb. And my dad, <laughs> God bless him, he sat there and was like, you know, big, dumb kool-aid smile on his face like how you doing hi baby and um we went up to the to the kitchen farted around in there for a little bit and then i think we had to make a run out so we walked back out and it's like yeah heading back out we'll be back mom you're like okay okay oh and um honey (laughs) and she's like yes Mr. Webb only needs one person to be rubbing him on the head. <laughs> and and my dad just sitting there with a cheese-eating grin. Just never turned from the television. And girlfriend's like, oh, okay, okay. We walked out the back of that, that back door. Man, she started bawling. Oh. <laughs> she was bawling. Oh, you're can't go back. I, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> so she hates me. She, she doesn't hate you. She just she's joking. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, she was dude. She was bawling for two hours. She was <laughs> done. We didn't go back to the house. Um, I think no. I think we did go back. We went back like. Like maybe like she was balling for two hours. We went back like an hour after that, and like kind of tippy toeing around the house. I'm so sad. This is what it's okay, honey. And but, I then, what I, but I said what but I, I said. What I said. What I said. <laughs> I said what I said. My mom. I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, well, this. So, how much longer did you all stay together after that particular? Not much longer. <laughs> Not much longer. Yeah, the writing was on the wall with that one, man. Writing was on the wall with that one, man. Uh, like my mom, my my mom. See, here was my mom's rule, and and I'm surprised how many mothers I hear don't seem to have this rule. My mom's rule, and maybe it was different with my sisters. Mm. 
and boyfriends. Even though, admittedly, like my my older sister, she got married to her high school sweetheart. So I mean, like there was only but so many guys that came to the house, right. and Les honestly didn't do a whole lot of dating. But Les after college never came back home. So it's not like, you know, she was growing up there. Right. But my mom's rule was unless the person coming through that door has a ring on them. So you mean that you've engaged or you're married. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether they're coming through the following week. <laughs> Right, I don't know. I don't know if this is the same girl that's going to be. She comes through on Saturday. It may be a different girl on Sunday. I don't know. So I think that was a referendum on you, Leonard. <laughs> I had a brother too. It wasn't just for me. I mean, she did say woman, but anyway. <laughs> it was- Fuck you. <laughs> but her thing was, you know, I, you know, you never know. So I'm not going to get but so close until mm. it looks like they're going to be here for at least a little, a little minute. And even then, I'm still not going to get but so close because mm. you never know. You you don't know. Right. Um. Because my mom was like, until you do get married, you should pick, choose, and refuse. You know, that's how you should live your life. While you are focusing on developing yourself, mm-hmm. pick, choose, and refuse who you want to spend time with while you're doing that. Um, that was, that was, that's what my mom instilled in me. And some would say what played out. But <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Kev. <laughs> I'm just going with the information I'm being given. <laughs> so... So and so, so I I you know it's what it's whatever I say all that to say like I I can't think of well honestly now that I think about it I can think of one parent that probably ultimately didn't like me and that's the woman that I married and it only lasted six, six months. months so I'm sure her yeah, mother yet another was not happy good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yep. didn't know that. Yep. That will not make the podcast. That yep. will not make the podcast. Yet another podcast. No, that's not a, that. That story is not. But she was a lovely woman. It just was not right. That's all. She was a very good one. She was a very good one. Yes, she was. This wasn't the right one for me. That's all. Okay, that was your last question. Yes, that was my last question. So, uh, my Tiffany has sent the question. Um, because I told her that we were going to be recording because I did. We, this was very impromptu, right? And she had always said that she had a question. I had no idea what the question was. She has sent the question. I'm reading the question as it is written. I'm scared. <laughs> In the words of Aaron Burr, I'm getting nervous. Hold on. That's all I'm gonna say. My question is. Why do black men not perform oral sex on women as long as they expect women to perform it on them? That's it? That was the question? That's the question. Oh, well. What? I guess my 
Now, how long do you how <laughs> we need Joshua? Yeah, we need yeah. <laughs> we need Joshua this question, right? Yeah. So the question is, why do men not perform oral sex as long as, right. as women? Now, I don't know how what is your expectation of I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't go with a time limit in my head. You don't, like, no. you don't, you don't set a timer, no. egg beater. No, I don't set a timer because I, I think, <laughs> I, I guess the expectation, that I, and you know, I guess the question is funny because when she said how as long, because I guess the whole idea is you, the I, I guess the idea going in is that you, both people want to perform until you get the satisfaction out of it that you're looking for, right? I suppose, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, because sometimes oral sex is just a primer. Because the primer, right? So, the, so the the what you're looking for is just to prime the pump, more or less. Well, it depends. Like for me, well, I guess I can only speak for myself. Um, I enjoy giving oral sex. Okay. So, and I'm I I I love the reaction. Yes. So, I so, kind of I kind of do it until I'm tired of the reaction. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Explains why you were late. So what? <laughs> I was not late, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, do you feel that you give it as long as you yeah, receive I, I'm, it? I, I'm sure I do. <laughs> I'm sure I do. I'm sure I do. All right. Shout all right. out to my wife. <laughs> all right. <laughs> AKA Mad Skills. <laughs> Um. Well, I I too enjoy performing oral sex, um, and I like it a lot. I enjoy the the reaction. I I live for that reaction. Yeah. I I want it. Yeah. I, I I put a flag on it. Yeah. I've, I've been I've been known not to stop. Yeah, because you know, yeah. once the reaction is, once you get the reaction the first time, you kind of want to keep moving. Yeah, let's, <laughs> so, let's see if I get to make the happy, make this make that same noise again. Exactly, you know. So maybe she needs to pick, choose, and refuse I, who she's spending perhaps, her time with. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps she does. Perhaps she does. Now, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, as far as as long as receiving oral sex i generally perform oral sex longer than i receive it but that's because i'm a unicorn oral sex on me doesn't do anything for me okay like i i i like it i mean Mm. you know it feels nice you know Mm. you know especially you know know what you're doing it feels very nice but ultimately, I just want to do you. Okay. So to me, it's like, you know, I will enjoy it as much as you enjoy it. Right. But then after a point, I'm Plus, a- if you ain't enjoying it anymore, it ain't no fun for me because. Yeah, exactly. Which, which I, I, which has become a bone of contention. I, I'm, you know, hey, it's a rule of man. So, <laughs> fuck it. I can't say this on a Michelle mission. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could say this on a Michelle mission. <laughs> so, it's become a, a bit of a bone of contention in some of my relationships mm. because, you know, I don't enjoy. I don't really. 
I I don't I don't seek it out. Mm. You know, um, I can take it or leave it. Honestly. So why is that? Had, I'm, so I'm interested. Why has that been a, a bone of contention? Well, the bone of contention is because there I have dated women who enjoy doing it. Oh, okay. So so they, so, so they, they'll they, do they felt it. it was about them. Well, they will. They'll either feel it's about them. Or, 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 I guess. I guess ultimately they feel it's about them because. Mm. Because they enjoy doing it, so mm. I say have at thee. <laughs> but um, but I but I tell them like yes, rock on. But it's not going to go where you're going mm. where you go. If you if you're trying to get me to to do you know splash down, it's not going to happen wow. because um, well. Yeah, it, it most likely is not going to happen. I'm not uh-huh. going to say it hasn't happened, right. but it, it, it most likely is not going to happen um, because it just doesn't excite me like okay. that. My, it, my, it, it, my, in the, my full my my biggest pleasure from sex is re- pleasing the woman. That is that's where mm. I def- get my pleasure from. That is it. That's mm. that's all i want i'm that pleases me mm. pleasing you that's what pleases me so right. if you want to please me let me do you right you know like well i want i want want you to get off then take this <laughs> 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 like that's that's what and, and but it becomes a bone of contention you know and um you know some i you know it is what it is i mm. i mean if I was 20 years old, maybe I might try to change it. I'm 54 years old. Chances are it's not going to change. <laughs> Chances are I am what I am. Right. You know, you know, I've learned a couple of new tricks in the last 10 years, but, <laughs> but not that many. <laughs> you know, not that many, you know. Um, so, you know. I don't I don't know what to tell you, Tiffany. Yeah. And, and and Tiffany and Tiffany is not someone I've ever had a romantic relationship mm-hmm. with. So it's just a friend. So right. like I yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Um you got the wrong dudes. Yeah. Cause, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it dead a nigga. You know, yeah. Tiffany's not married, so oh, it's dead yeah. a bra. You know? Yeah. Pick, choose, refuse. There you go. There you go. You get, you set your standards. Yeah. yeah. Or, I mean, y'all need to keep a chart or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Like, you know, you know I mean, set the alarm. I feel like, you know, if, if you comparing times, like, maybe we got, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Like who? Like are you sitting there watching your guy? You did me for two, five minutes and thirty two seconds. So Mm-mm. you got fifteen, yeah, more, got 15 seconds. more seconds, bro. Mm-mm. Like Mm-mm. got ticking. Shoot, my alarm ain't go off yet. Like that's right. So I'll, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe y'all need to set like a maybe make it a challenge. They got challenges for everything else. Like I don't, there you go. Yeah, a challenge. <laughs> Put on TikTok. TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a a very special holiday edition of the Rule of Man. We will be back next week with the beginning of our December shows um, where we will sit down. We've got two shows with our generational shows that we sit down with Isaiah and Mike. And then that will be followed by a Calvin double header. <laughs> as I will be sitting here with Calvin, Calvin's son, Calvin's brother-in-law, 
and uh, the the anti antimatter Len. <laughs> His other, his other. We gonna stop disparaging him on this show. We really are. It'll be the crisis of the infinite lens. <laughs> as uh, Len and Devon will be in the room, and one other potential special guest. Oh, one other. Oh, there's one, one person I have not heard back from yet. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm interested in this one. Uh oh, haven't heard back from yet. Uh oh, no. So we'll see. Yeah, this is a Calvin special <laughs> in the second half of December, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, sure, just put 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 all the onus on me, right? So so this one falls flat. <laughs> so, it's all on me, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I'm bringing Josh in January. Yeah. Really? <laughs> so they'll like me. Oh, really? So if you bring in Josh, I'm at the counter with bringing Hakeem back. Um, <laughs> it's too soon for Hakeem. We'll bring, we'll bring. What do you mean it's too soon for Hakeem? We'll bring Joshua and we'll bring Hakeem in February. We'll bring Hakeem for February for, for, for Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day. <laughs> bring Hakeem and, and, and Ringless Eric. And Ringless, yes, yes. Oh, that'll be a good one for Valentine's Day. I, I would love to hear the two of them talk about the traditions of Valentine's Day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Eric going on about this only been since Hallmark was a bit around. They invented Valentine's Day. <laughs> Roses is man made. Fuck that. <laughs> Dollar store got cars. I gave a roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> Cook it. Uh, email us all of your um, email us all your questions whether you be a lady or whether you be a guy we answer it all here on the rule of man we set down the rulings email us at the rule of man at gmail.com follow us on social media on Instagram and Twitter at the rule of man yes um, princess I know we got to get our our social media up. Our yes. social media up. Yes. I'd be a busy, I'm a busy podcaster. I do a bunch of podcasts. You can follow me on the Me Show Mission podcast, Two Men, One Podcast, Every Black Film Ever Made, where I, me and uh, my partner Vincent are reviewing black films on our road to our 300th episode. Um, and you can follow Calvin on all his social medias. Yes, uh, Twitter at bear.524. There you go. What did I say? Was that Twitter? No, that was Instagram. At bear dot five two four. There you go. That was that's Instagram. That is that's your Instagram. Instagram. Yes. Yeah. There you go. I'm out here just trying to save the world one child at a time. That's right. He's a teacher. He's so. a bad. He's a bad man. Um. Okay. And and when you and when you do hit up Calvin, you know, show him a little bit of love because the Chicago Bears lost. Today. Really? We had to go there. Really? <laughs> really? I want to go out on a high note. <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles won. Wonderful. All right. I'm happy for you. I am. All right. And <laughs> Dallas is, is losing. I well, think the game should be over by I now. I think they lost. Think let's, they let's find out. Well, I'm not getting off of the show. So okay, I, I need to know right. if Dallas lost. Let me see. Uh, pulling up these scores as we speak here. Dallas was playing Kansas, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. Let's see. Scores for today. Of course, the first one that pops up is the Bears score. I don't need to see that again. <laughs> Because I think they lost, right? Well, we, we've covered that already. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, the final score of the Cowboys Chiefs game was Kansas City 19, Dallas 9. Ah, so Dallas lost. The Eagles won. Oh, but the Bears lost. Okay. Well, two out of three is not bad. We're still going out on a high note. I still hate you. 
<laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk to you later. Put some sunshine on your face. I got mine. Go get yours. Be thankful.